Hi, everybody. This is Nancy Miller from My Creative Life, the podcast for creatives, how and why they make the work that they do. And today, my special guest is Laura Alderson, who is a children's book illustrator and aspiring writer. Hi, Laura. How are you doing today? Hi, Nancy. Thanks for having me on. Yes. And I have to brag a little bit about Laura because she is just um, such a, a beautiful illustrator. I love the fact that you just really hone in on a time and a place. I feel like I go a little bit in a time machine when I look at your illustrations. There is a classic quality that reminds me, and I I say this as a as a compliment. I know some people might not feel that way, but yeah, I sometimes I get that feedback. <laughs> but it's beautiful. I love it because it reminds me of my childhood. It reminds me of something that I would have looked at or read in a book that I was, but there's a classical quality, like you've updated, like there was this piece that I saw with a boy and a girl in the, in the car, in the back seat. And if you have siblings, you know, or if you're a parent to more than one child you, <laughs> and the, and the, the gesture, the pose, um, and then uh, just the emotion. And that was just uh, so great. So um, I personally, I love your work. So oh, thank you. Thanks a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I, oh, and I really love that one piece you posted with the, um, oh, if you're a fan of the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, the one with the animals, and then there's the child on the lion, and it's just kind of like that movement um, that you capture, and then just, yeah, the lovely draftsmanship. It's really great. Oh, thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's uh, all the animals running into battle after they get freed from being statues, if you know the story. That's great. Yeah. So let's start from the beginning. What inspired okay. you to become a artist? Well, I think I'm going to have to say what everybody says, which is that I've been drawing ever since I can remember. And um, but it's kind of, I guess, been a, a winding road to how I, I got where I am now. Um, I'm, I'm not young. Um, you know, and I kind of laugh when people say, oh, I'm, I'm 30 or even I'm 40. And, you know, just getting started because, you know, I could be a grandmother. Um, but I uh, know I just um, always drew and uh, when I was I started out with ballerinas and choruses and then uh, when I was in elementary school I started drawing paper dolls so I could have all the clothes that I didn't have and this continued into middle school and then um, when I was in middle school I had um, an inspiring librarian. She's actually a cousin of mine. And uh, she's actually became well known as a, as a librarian. And um, she would get me out of gym class, which I hated. Um, and I would go draw uh, book covers uh, for the library. And um, I was just one of those kids that really liked books, you know, I got lost in books, loved the illustrations for books. And, um, and she encouraged me um, to be a children's book illustrator. So if things had gone linearly from there, mm -hmm. I might have had a really long career by now. <laughs> I went to um, art school, I kind of made a compromise with my, my parents because um, I wanted to go to someplace in New York and they wanted me to go to the local mm -hmm. university. So we settled on University of Georgia because they had a, wasn't in my state, but they had a bigger art program. And then there, I kind of got sidetracked. I took drawing and painting, and my professors were um, abstract expressionists. Mm. 
and there wasn't there wasn't um, book illustration. Um, so I found myself at the at the end of art school, kind of not knowing where to go, not knowing what to do, needed a job, and so I went back and did um, interior design and so that I did space planning, and but I but I missed the art, and then um, I think what happened was this is going to be another sidetrack. Um, a friend asked me to do a portrait. And I always liked to do, I still liked doing figures. I really like that. So um, I thought, oh, wait a minute, I can do figures. And they're already sold. But this is great. Yeah. So, um, and then at that time, I was in Atlanta. And they had a really active portrait society. And there were classes and things like that. And so I've spent a while building that up. And that really got to be yeah. a business for a while. I was doing classical type oil portraits um and just when that really got underway I, I had my daughter and we moved to New York City oh how exciting yeah and then the whole thing just kind of fell apart because it didn't really make as much sense in New York City especially economically mm -hmm. and so there were just many years where I was just I, I homeschooled my daughter and uh, I was a stay-at-home mom okay so fast forward about uh 14 years and um we found ourselves in Italy. Oh, wow. So cool. I just yeah. think that's amazing. <laughs> Inspiration right in your back door. Yeah. Well, it was from that point of view, from a, uh, from a professional point of view, it was different. So anyway, long story short, my daughter was grown. I wanted to get back into art in some way. I was mm -hmm. taking classes at the local um, academia. Um, they ended the program that I could be a part of. And about that time, someone was talking to me about illustrating a children's book. Now, this is a, a self-published children's book, and that didn't work out. But at the same time, I discovered, oh, wait, there's this whole world of illustration on the Internet that I didn't know about. There's Photoshop. I didn't know about that either. And all of a sudden, I thought, because it just wasn't going to be practical to go back into portrait mm. uh, because there's bureaucracy, there's shipping. There's so many reasons we're just shipping physical paintings from Italy to the U.S. where my client would be mm. just wasn't going to work. They didn't do it here. Mm. And I thought, wait a minute, you can send this stuff over with the click. This makes so much sense. So it, it didn't happen like all at once, but I discovered um, SBS Learn, um, podcasts, uh, Instagram, Photoshop, all of those things. And it kind of took a few years to get it together, but I really haven't looked back ever since. Well, so. that's awesome. Because didn't we meet through SBS Learn? I think we met I through there. I think that might be, I seem to associate you with Instagram, and I don't know why. Um, but it, it might Instagram. be. You did Children's Book Wrong? Yes. Yeah. Was that where that, I met you through? That might be. That might be it. I can never oh. keep up with the Discord, but that might be it, yeah. I think so. I think we had a similar conversation <laughs> through Instagram and I was like, yes, I'm that's overwhelmed. That's probably it. Yeah. And I think what I did was um because I kind of got attracted to certain people's illustrative work. Mm -hmm. That's where I kind of on the Discord, if I saw your work and I liked it, then I would go uh, to Instagram and I probably look into you further and delve in. And then I would probably had a side chat. I think that's where and then didn't we go to a, we kind of chatted together on a conference. You were really good I, at 
organizing people. Like, oh. I remember that from the Society of Children's Book Writers. That's what I remember, that there was an SDBWI chat on Instagram. And I didn't you yeah. start that? I think you started it, and you got us all on there. I, I thought it was lovely. I started it. Oh, maybe because I was in one the year before that somebody else started. So maybe I started one, yeah, last year. That might have been it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was wonderful. I so yeah. appreciate it because I connected with these other people who were, mm -hmm. I think a lot of us were doing the Children's Book Pro class and then um, kind of getting that interaction. It was really nice. I think it enhanced the experience of just sitting there in front of the computer. Yeah, no, I did, it definitely did. No, the, I was, the reason I said I didn't do it was because I didn't do it the year before. I got the idea from somebody else who did it the year before. I thought, oh, that was just so much more fun. I think we'll do it. See if I can find some people to, to join up. Yeah, well, uh, thank you. I really appreciated that. But back to your story. I'm so sorry I got sidetracked. It's, okay. it's fascinating. So you've like I can tell because your your traditional painting. I think personally because you have that um, strong foundation as a traditional portrait artist. Like I felt like when I looked at your work digitally, I felt like there's that same qualities that you would see with traditional painting I mean does that inform your digital work oh definitely it definitely does all of since I decided to become a, um, a book illustrator it's been one long process it's like storytelling 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 gesture flexibility um I've, a lot of a lot of ways it's been trying to unlearn a lot of the stuff that I learned before wow. because it it does require different skills but that is there in the background sure well, I think it really makes your work um, stand out. And I think also because of maybe the, your life experiences and your interior design work, which now really makes it clear to me, like why your interior spaces, like whenever you have an illustration, like there is a lot of, um, I feel, nuance, architectural, like I love that part. And I like, I would like to try to get Italy in there or Europe, at least, you know, some some life experience or, you know, even the architecture of where I, you know, where I grew up, um, which is not far from where you are now. So um, I do like, I do like for that to get, I like that cozy feeling uh, yeah. among other things. And here there's so much to be inspired by, but you know, you can't be too much tied down to the details. It has to be the storytelling first. So it has to get digested, but it's <laughs> still digesting it. <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So I was curious with all of the things that you've been studying and learning. Um, I feel like um, we spend a lot of time as artists making things. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, we sometimes forget about the marketing part of it. Um, yeah. Have And you've had a business working as a portrait artist. And I, I was wondering, like, do you have any advice for the listeners who are maybe starting their business or they have students who want to pursue um an art business um, mm -hmm. as far as getting your stuff out there, mm -hmm. marketing, like um, any advice? Well, that works totally differently. For one thing, it was yeah. a long time ago. Um, mm -hmm. Portrait, the portrait business worked very much word of mouth. Mm. Um, and also I, I was back in the day, I did, I paid, I paid a lot one time to get a magazine ad. <laughs> oh. It looked with four color separation and all that. Um, you know, nobody does that stuff anymore. Mm -hmm. um, so no, I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm actually terrible at market um, because, like, 
I haven't even been posting on Instagram lately, <laughs> but um, but that's what I do. I just do what everybody else does. Um, yeah, well, I I think you you were exceptional. You went to the Bologna uh, Book Fair, right? To, that is one thing I did lately. Yeah, I, I've been to Bologna twice. Once it was just totally a reconnaissance mission. Uh, this year I went, and um, there were hard, I was hoping to meet some American art directors, but because of the pandemic, they they really weren't there yet. Mm-hmm. So what I did was what there are a ton of illustrators actually at at Bologna, and the European illustrators, especially Italians, mm-hmm. and they're really young, and I was really impressed by their printed projects and all that kind of stuff. So what they do there is somebody will open up a portfolio review, and you'll go camp out for like an hour to get one of the spots, and then you'll spend five minutes showing your portfolio to somebody. So, but it's a good way to get an overview of the European book market. Um, so I liked doing that. And I did get, I got the idea from, you know, feedback that I got there that I might be better for middle grades. And I thought, well, you know, that actually makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, because young children is a completely different market. And uh, since, and I do like middle grades, I like middle grade stories. And um, since I went there, um, I've been reading a lot of middle grade novels. And so that's um, all my, all the projects I'm working on right now. Let's see all of them. Well, I'm still doing the book dummy. Um, a lot of them are middle grade oriented. Yeah. Awesome. Can you tell us about what you did on your reconnaissance mission? Because I like that uh, yeah. you mentioned that. And yeah. so, like, what you, what were you looking for, and kind of like to prepare yourself for something like that? Yeah. I mean, this year actually turned it out to be a little bit of a reconnaissance mission too, because I can remember that. Then I was just going because they have. Um, workshops when you can just go listen to various artists talk. So um, I was just watching what was going on. I can speak better to what I did this year. I went down, I went to all the different countries and um, like, okay, this is this publishing house. What do they do? Uh What does this country's work look like? Oh, wow. Um, Because they do have different styles. Um, who's doing the middle grade work, um, whose work is more um, avant-garde, whose work is more traditional, um, what do I like? I really like the French publishing houses. I always have. I don't know what it is about it that I do. Um, which illustrators do I like? Um, and then the last day, they have all the books on um, like half price sale. Ooh. So I just go buy up all the books. Oh, fun. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And then you meet people, too. Oh, were they friendly? Yeah. I mean, yeah, you get started talking to people online while you're waiting. Um, there's one SVS person who oh. was really kind about telling me how she got started, and we had a nice coffee break. Oh, fun. That is yeah. amazing. I think that that sounds like, you know, because I personally find something, an event like that, very intimidating. It is, like, but you got to get over it. <laughs> and so, and yeah. and so, you just take that time to do it and get your work out there. I think that's fantastic, and yeah. all the creativity and talent of the people that you get to meet. I think that's oh, that must have been energizing afterwards. Afterwards, or that or exhausting. It's exhausting when oh. you're doing it, but then you, <laughs> but then you get a lot of it. Yeah, that's yeah, wonderful. You just, you just have to have to put yourself out there. That's the way it is, like with, with all anything with illustration that you do or with publishing. 
So, I mean, and this might be a very, um, not very smart question, but I was just wondering, like, so when you went to these different, like, um, do, do most people speak English? I didn't really know, like, as far as, like, pretty much, or do they just... Yes, I think they were speaking English. Um, I can't remember if it's the Italian booth I spoke Italian. Probably. Mm-hmm. But the English, yeah, they, they do. They're mostly speaking English. Oh, okay. I was just wasn't sure. Like, so, okay. So the feedback you get is just, um, and, and curious, do you get consistent feedback? Was it kind of the same? Did you feel like, no, was, was it just all <laughs> over the place? It was all over the place. Oh. But, um, uh, I, I just got the feeling from just from looking at the work and then from okay. some of the feedback that I should go back. And in fact, someone said, yeah, go back and work on your black and white portfolio and, and come back you know, in the middle grade wow. and come that's back in six months or something like that. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. That's very encouraging. I think that's great. Yeah. So nothing out of it so far, but I'm just always, always adding to the portfolio and trying to do more work. So. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. And so with that said, how do you stay motivated to keep doing and producing and and um, adding to your portfolio? Do you have any tips or do you oh, you just constantly working? <laughs> I am just constantly working. Um, I'm motivated partly because I know I don't have um, as many years to do this as some people do. So I want to go ahead and get going and get started. I, I'm really inspired seeing the arc of people's careers when they've been working at it for a long time yeah. and how much more subtle their work's gets and how much better it gets and so I kind of want to accelerate that that process I just I love I do love illustration I love artwork so I feel like I'm naturally motivated oh that's great Um, yeah well um going looking at other people's art (laughs) that's always fun I mean like I I don't know I've been reading up on some of the background information on some of these illustrators and for me I was like oh well there's there's hope. I mean, I, I'm going like, oh, Leo Leone, he started at 50. <laughs> so, yeah. and then it goes, oh, well, so you can start at any point, I think with illustration, I think there's less of a, I don't know, like they're looking at your work. I don't know that they look that far into your background to for yeah. information about your yeah, age. Hopefully the work speaks for itself. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I, I still have lots of energy. So <laughs> yeah, well, um, your work is, it's, gorgeous and I was curious how long does it take you to turn around one illustration say a spread oh gosh good question because I was trying to figure that out and so I started using timekeeping mm-hmm. software um but I don't know because I'll be working on different things and come back I'm trying I know one thing I'm trying to cut down on the amount of time it takes so I'll, I'll say one thing is that um because I don't know if there's a specific question for this, or I don't know which question it went under. Uh, <laughs> I've been doing um, mentorships, and lately I've been um, working some with um, Lee White on thumbnails. Oh, nice. I, I feel like that I need to go back and work on the beginning of the process. Uh, everything's about the concept, the storytelling, uh, the ideation, and... Um, so a lot of why I haven't been posting much over the summer. Well, for one thing, I started traveling again after the pandemic. Um, but I went back and just worked a ton on thumbnailing. And um, and I'm working on the beginning of the process. And I'm, and I'm trying to be 
expand the ideas uh, behind what I'm doing. Mm. Um, because I've, I got that feedback, you know, if you want to be, if you want to work faster, get it right at the beginning and go through all the steps. And that way, at least you're not changing things at the end. <laughs> I agree with that. That's um, yeah. sound advice. Mm-hmm. Very good advice. So I was curious, so with the traveling and the illustrating, how do you kind of block time for your, you know, and life in general? How do you block time mm-hmm. for your, your work? Do you treat it like Monday um, through Friday job or is it? Well, that's you know? interesting because working, my husband and I have been both, both working from home during the pandemic and he's just started traveling again. Or I, I'm, I actually work in the afternoon too, but my best time to do the most creative labor, um, mentally intensive work is in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and I balance that with, uh, I walk a lot. Um, I, I often work on Saturdays too, because mm-hmm. I just need more time between that and the, the other things that I have to do. Um, so I can be flexible. Um, I keep up a fairly active social life mm-hmm. because that balances with the being inside all the time, working by yourself, maybe not even speaking for hours at a time. Um, and I, I do volunteer work on the weekends, which is just a completely, well, completely different thing. So I, I find that balance is very important because I think your work is better. Mm-hmm. Um, when you balance and we have other things that you're feeding into your life as well. Um, I think that informs the work or at least that's, that's the case for me. Yeah, I agree. I, I found like things that happened in my life or just people I ran into. I was like, Oh, that's inspiring. I think I could pull from that and add into an illustration. So yeah, uh, I think it's very helpful. Yeah. Or just watch kids on the street. Cause I live in a city. Yeah. So oh, fun. That's yeah. so nice. Yeah. yeah, and some uh, of the things that are in my portfolio now came from things that I saw on the street. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. So, if you could go back in time and go to your younger self and mm-hmm. give yourself some advice about having an art career, um, mm-hmm. what would that be? Get started earlier, <laughs> <laughs> and don't get sidetracked. I don't know. Um, I don't know if I could have done my college any differently than I did it, just mm-hmm. because of what things were like back then and the options available to me at that time. But um, when I look back, I think, gosh, you know, if I'd really kept to the illustration thing and and got started when I was in my 20s, you know, gosh, who knows how many books I could have by now. Yeah. I'll still do what I do. You know, you can't, you can't go back. So you just, you do what you can with what you have. But that's what I would tell my younger self. And also just don't worry about what other people think. sound advice that's always helpful um thank you so much for sharing that and then um since this is a podcast and nobody can see um the work where Mm -hmm. can they go to see your um see your illustrations um well i'm on instagram um i think my account is called laura in torino because that's where i live oh okay probably you could find my find me by my name as well Okay. And um, my website is called lauraaldersonart.com. And that's my portfolio, um, mostly. Great. And well, contact information. You. Yeah. 
Wonderful. Well, Laura, I'm going to put that information in the description box so anybody okay. can click and um, check it out. But thank you so much for your time. And I love chatting with you and finding out the inspiration for your work. Thanks. And I just wanted to say that I really enjoy your work as well. Oh, thanks. <laughs> it's really a process. Did. It's it's yeah, definitely it a work in process. <laughs> but it thank is, you. <laughs> yeah. Thanks thank everybody you. for listening to My Creative Life. Bye.